Okay, welcome to Progressive News Network and the Environmental Justice Report, both on Blog Talk Radio. My name is Janine Moloff. I am the producer, host, and news director. Keep in mind, this particular broadcast was started in Florida, actually, by my colleague and friend, uh, Rick Spizak. And uh, Rick is on his poetry journey, winning awards, and I'm doing this. So, uh, again, these are two combined shows. This week we're doing Progressive News Network. That's the show that covers politics, political trends, and so on, civil liberties. And then we have the Environmental Justice Report, which we've been doing more often recently, and that covers issues specifically of environmental justice. So this week, you know, it's been a rough week, all right? We had another school shooting. This time it was in Nashville, and it was uh, the shooter attacked a Christian elementary school. Now, this engulfs the whole gun rights debate. And if you saw our advert, even though Facebook keeps putting us lower down in the in the actual uh, column, uh, it says the headline says Tucker Carlson propaganda mirrors early Nazi regime. That's not hyperbole. Anyone who knows the history of the Holocaust and the events leading up to it, the political maneuvering knows that this was the case. Uh, The Nazi propaganda machine was alive and well, and it set the stage. Words have power. So the actual description says, you know, last week a Christian elementary school was attacked by a deranged shooter. Children and adults died, and practically on cue, Tucker Carlson launched a tirade against the trans community. Why? Well, turns out the shooter was, I put down trans woman, I was mistaken. It was a trans man. So I will correct that on this broadcast. When I make mistakes, I admit it and I correct them. So it was a trans man. Carlson took his gun rights crusade and marched straight to the convenient conclusion for the GOP of Trump, namely the demand to deny gun rights to minority communities. If you ever notice... The gun rights people, they are all all over the idea that white Christian nationalists who are straight should always have guns. But then they have a problem when that's, those same Second Amendment rights are equally extended to other communities. They don't want that. After all, there's nothing good old Tucker Carlson, the ersatz prince of tacky TV dinner, Swanson, likes more than the scapegoat minorities, all the while trying to sound like a reasonable person. Carlson realized, uh, I'm sorry, Carlson reasoned because the shooter was a trans man that the entire trans, really even the entire LGBTQ plus community, must be launching some violent crusade against white Christians. Of course, Carlson failed to produce a single shred of evidence backing this moronic claim, but, you know, It's Fox, after all, and evidence is tossed tossed into the trash. Now, because of Tucker Carlson's diatribe, along and then other Fox personalities chimed in, uh, Progressive News Network here, we did a deep dive into the history of gun rights versus denial of those rights to minorities, and the evidence is really damning. In fact, it's Again, as I said before, it's not hyperbole to call out Tucker Carlson and his supporters as a parallel 
to the early days of the Third Reich Nazi regime. Hitler himself modeled the disarming of Jews and other minorities on the earlier unjust laws in the United States. So that's our big story today, and we're also going to have our jackass of the week. So let's move on. You know, people, a lot of outsiders don't really know much about the Holocaust anymore. It might be taught in schools, but a whitewashed, Disney-fied version is taught without realizing what was really going on. You know, before Hitler really organized the concentration camps, and the death camps. Keep in mind, the concentration camps were basically camps where the people were slaves and they worked them until they were ready to drop dead. And then the death camps were just that. They were camps uh, set up to commit mass murder, nothing else. But before Hitler and the Nazis assembled all that, they had to have a legal machine. You know, it was Dr. King who pointed out that everything that Hitler and the Nazis did was technically legal. You know, just because something's legal doesn't mean it's ethical. Doesn't mean it's justice. And, you know, once again, Hitler made sure that minorities, the gay community for one, Jews, uh, teachers, and intellectuals, that they were, they lost their jobs, they lost their homes, they were... um, they, if they had weapons, they were t- they, it was illegal for them to own weapons. You know, they disarmed everybody except the Nazis. Sound familiar? So that's why we're taking this slant today. So let's look at our our first our first story. And you have to remember, I'm picking, I'm targeting t- Tucker Carlson because he has the number one show on Fox. You know, to call Fox News is is so ridiculous. Okay. Fox isn't news at all. You know, Mur- Rupert Murdoch knows that. Okay. And it looks like I am kept from that. Give me a second here. Okay, we'll do it here from Yahoo. I had Daily Beast and they locked me out. Okay, so from Yahoo Finance, hardly a bastion of liberal thought. The headline, oh, it's the same article. Okay. Uh, The headline, which ran in the Daily Beast and then was rerun in Yahoo Finance, uh, the headline is Pro-Gun Tucker Carlson. Let me start again. Pro-Gun Tucker Carlson breaks on armed transgender people. It is written by William Valancourt. It was published March 23rd, just, you know, know, a week or so ago. So Tucker Carlson appears on the air, and, you know, he does this. Why do they do that? He has this incredulous voice because he's working very hard to try and sound reasonable. But there's nothing reasonable about his points. You know, Tucker Carlson is an Ivy League grad. I believe he has a law degree from the Yale Law School, but don't quote me on that. I'll have to double check. And he pushes these stories. He knows damn well he doesn't have a shred of evidence. You know, again, last week we talked about stochastic terrorism, which is basically uh, pushing lies and and to terrorize people. You know, it's the art of slander, libel, and defamation in sneakier ways. Okay? So Tucker Carlson comes on after this horrible shooting at this Christian elementary school. And, you know, apparently Tucker Carlson believes in Second Amendment rights 
for the people he likes, but not the people that are his targets. Okay, so you know, white Christian nationalists that are straight can definitely have gun rights, but communities of color, the LGBTQ community, religious minorities, no, they shouldn't have gun rights. He doesn't come out and say it exactly, but he comes really close to it. You know, this just he implies it strongly, and it's very, uh, very heavily weighted that way. So, you know, basically, Tucker Carlson just this past Thursday made clear that. You know, when it comes to transgender, I'm going to read this first sentence from the article, quote, when it comes to transgender people arming themselves in light of the threat of harassment or attacks from hate groups, firearm advocate Tucker Carlson is skeptical. He made clear Thursday, insisting that doing so is, quote, not the exercise of the Second Amendment, but rather political hysteria, end quote. Now, mind you, did Tucker bother to actually check national statistics on violent attacks? No, he did not. The trans community has been under violent attack nonstop, more so than practically any other community except for the black community. So Carlson, he called attention. There was a recent NPR interview with gay and transgender representatives in New England who, this, these were people who are part of the gay and transgender community there. They practice shooting uh, and their their marksmanship for self-defense. Um, and then Carlson mocked the idea that there's white supremacists and neo-Nazi groups that want to target transgender people and people of color, as he argued, because as he put it, quote, every state is blue, end quote. In fact, here are some quotes from Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson said, quote, I'll try and mock the way he says things, too, um, Tucker Carlson said, quote, just to be clear, we are not against people, American citizens carrying firearms. We support it, including trans people. It's fine. But what you're watching here is not the exercise of the Second Amendment. What you're watching here is political hysteria, fear ginned up on purpose with maximum dishonesty in order to get people in a state of agitation, armed people in a state of agitation, it doesn't matter if they are trans or not, whatever that is. End quote. Carlson, Tucker Carlson goes on to say the following, quote, It's the same template always. Scare the crap out of your voters. Tell them that their lives are at risk and encourage them to get guns. End quote. Keep in mind, um, this Tucker Carlson is the same commentator that uh, used to really worry, according to the Daily Beast, that he used to worry a lot about gun buyback programs because he claimed they were an incitement to violence and would bring about civil war. And then, you know, again, you can't have it both ways. Excuse me. Um, and then in, this article goes on to say, quote, in the next breath, Carlson planted in his audience's mind a scenario in which transgender people are armed not only with guns, but with F-35 fighter planes and tanks. And Carlson says, quote, you have to kind of wonder, like, what's the limit to this? End quote. Now, Tucker Carlson goes on to say, quote, so if trans people are in fear for their lives, and if every region of the country, including New England, is crawling with Nazis now, why wouldn't we be arming them as we are, say, Ukraine's trans army? And there are famously trans people in Ukraine. They are very, very proud of that. 
So why stop with AR-15s? I mean, why not F-35s or tanks? End quote. And then Carlson ends with the most incredulous statement. He says, quote, Tucker Carlson, quote, we're as far guns as you could possibly be, but this seems like an incitement, end quote. Okay, I, I got to stop here right now. Okay, that that is just, oh, my God. Tucker Carlson is alleging that someone else is inciting violence when he does it on a daily basis. Unbelievable. So this is part of the propaganda. You know, Tucker Carlson knows that he's spouting lies practically every time he goes on air. He knows it. He's being paid a lot of money to do that. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, not in good voice today. He's being paid a lot of money to keep those lies afloat. You know, there was a time when Tucker Carlson was an actual journalist. You know? And then he became a propagandist for Fox. So this is the beginning. Armed trans people, huh? So it gets worse than that, all right? Um, There was an article that ran in Rolling Stone. And it was um, published March 28th, so a little after Tucker Carlson did this diatribe. (laughs) Excuse me. Tucker Carlson takes this unfortunate shooting, which, again, happened because any moron, any any lunatic can get not just a gun, but a weapon of war. AR-15s and other semi-automatic and automatic weapons that use high-velocity bullets are what's causing the death rate to skyrocket. You know, you can ask any trauma surgeon. High-velocity bullets don't actually have to hit a major uh, organ to kill you. They can hit anywhere, and they literally explode your body. Some of these high-velocity bullets, they enter the body bullet size. They explode, and it leaves a hole in that body the size of an orange. That's what you have to realize. These people want weapons of war. And again, going back to the discussion last week about stochastic terrorism, that's what it's about. This is no different than, in my opinion, than when Hitler let the lunatics, the psychotics, out of the asylums and made them brown-shirted militia officers. And then he took away the right to self-defense from the very people he wanted to attack, namely some Catholics, uh, the gay community, uh, and especially Jews. Make no mistake about it. If this sounds familiar, it should, because it's the same playbook. Now, the Rolling Stone article. This is a piece by written by Nikki McCann Ramirez. Um, the headline is under false rhetoric. The headline is Tucker Carlson claims trans movement is targeting Christians amid calls for gun control. The subheadline is LGBTQ plus people are in fact far more often likely to be the victims of targeted mass violence than perpetrators. And that's statistically correct. Notice the main headline. Tucker Carlson, earlier in the week, after the shooting, talks about, you know, how this is a lot of hyperbole. And then a few days later, he talks about how the trans movement is targeting Christians. 
after there's calls for gun control. Now, mind you, does he have, other than this, the one attacker this past week at the Christian school happened to be a trans person? It's true. But that doesn't mean the trans community is targeting Christians. Does Tucker Carlson have a single shred of evidence backing up that erroneous allegation? No, he does not. Now, if we had a justice system that held the rich and powerful to the same level of accountability as the rest of us, Tucker Carlson would not only be facing slander, libel, and defamation civil lawsuits, but he'd probably be contacted. There might be some people filing complaints saying, uh, you're accusing people of a crime with no evidence, and if you call the police, that's filing a false police report, and that's a felony in a lot of states. Again, Tucker Carlson, according to Rolling, Rolling Stone article by Nikki McCann Ramirez, headline, Tucker Carlson claims trans movement is targeting Christians among, amid calls for gun control. Pure nonsense. So... He used the Tuesday, his Tuesday night monologue on the 28th. Um, I think it was the 28th, wasn't it? Give me a second, folks. You know, every day kind of looks the same after a while. Tuesday the 28th, uh, he used his monologue to warn viewers, according to this article, that, quote, the trans movement is targeting Christians, end quote. What trans movement? You know, the LGBTQ plus community merely wants the same legal and civil rights as any other American and nothing else. This trans movement is something in his little propagandist mind, and they're not targeting Christians. That's nonsense. But again, his extended segment, according to Rolling Stone, labeled transgender people as, quote, the natural enemy, end quote, of Christianity. Okay? That's what he's talking about. Carlson tells, told viewers in his broadcast on Tuesday, and oh, this is according to Tucker Carlson's own Twitter account. Tucker Carlson in his Twitter account said the following, quote, the trans movement is the mirror image of Christianity and therefore its natural enemy, end quote. Really? And apparently he goes on to say that um, – Let's see now. Quote, people who believe they're God can't stand to be reminded that they're not. So he he's arguing that apparently, you know, the fact that Christians don't agree a person has dominion over themselves as opposed to the creator or whatever you call God having dominion over them, that means that that somehow, in, quote, incites and enrages some trans people. Notice the vague language, some trans people. Now, Tucker Carlson thinks he's being cute when he's being fast and loose with vague statements like that. He's not. Tucker went on to say that, quote, Christianity and transgender orthodoxy are on a collision course, uh, end quote. And then he goes on to claim that, quote, one side is likely to draw blood before the other side, end quote. There's your stochastic terrorism right there. He is accusing the trans community of wanting to hunt down Christians. There's absolutely no evidence to back that up. It's absurd. Um, personally, I'm, I want to see, I, I'm waiting to see when some groups, the LGBTQ community, start suing propagandist bastards like Tucker Carlson. 
But Carlson then added, he pointed out the shooter um, in Nashville this, the past week ago, 28-year-old Audrey Hale. Okay. And he went on to say, quote, the trans movement is targeting Christians, including with violence, end quote. Okay. Now, mind you, there was a manifesto, the, the shooter, apparently Hale, um, oh, no, no, let me take that back again. I'm looking at this article. Okay. So Carlson went on to allege that law enforcement had a manifesto uh, written by Hale and that there that Law enforcement was withholding it, uh, and that, that that alleged manifesto contained information concerning motive and planning, you know, of the shooting. And um, again, we don't know if that's true or not. All right, we know that Hale committed a heinous, evil crime. That we know. Um, Hale was, according to this article, also armed with two assault rifle-type weapons and a handgun. Hale was killed by police. Um, the motives are not known publicly yet. Apparently, Hale was confirmed to have been a former student at that same school. Now, what Hale did is evil. Make no mistake about it. But for Tucker Carlson to assert that this somehow that Hale's actions represent uh, an early salvo in a war against Christians but coming from the trans community or the LGBTQ community is absurd. Again, did Tucker Carlson utter, offer a shred of evidence? No, he did not. Okay? Again, it's innuendo um, and nothing more. Uh, there, the Rolling Stone reporter did have some facts, though. According to, let me, I can't see that. Uh, as documented by everytown.org, um, there were more than 300 mass shootings since 2009, and apparently the number of shooters who claim to be non-binary or trans uh, accounted for less than 1% of the actual perpetrators, okay? And that is as documented by theviolenceproject.org who's been actually uh, collecting this information. In fact, uh, according to the article, it says, quote, LGBTQ people are, in fact, far more often likely to be the victims of targeted mass violence than perpetrators. And again, that is as uh, documented by williamsinstitute.law.ucla.edu. Again, Carlson is targeting the trans community. Uh, It's for greater ratings. Keep in mind, people that love Fox and OAN and Newsmax, they tune into these networks because it affirms their confirmation bias. It, in other words, it tells them what they want to hear. These are people, they want, it, they want to hear that the people they hate are really worthy of that hatred. Nothing more. And people like Tucker Carlson are nothing more than political whores who will say anything for ratings. Nothing more. And the fact they slander, libel, and defame, you know, as far as I'm concerned, Fox shouldn't just be sued for uh, defaming Dominion Systems, which uh, supplied voting machines. Fox and individual Fox commentators like Tucker Carlson should be personally sued for slander, libel, and defamation. Make no mistake about it. Um, And so, again, 
the fact that this shooter in this last shooting has been identified as trans, that has apparently renewed um, anti-trans hatred. And that's as documented by NBCNews.com. So, and we, the authorities did confirm that the shooter, Hale, had legally purchased seven, seven firearms during a two-year period. And three of those weapons were used in that shooting. Okay? Now, during some of the time when the weapons were purchased, according to this article, Hale was receiving treatment for an unspe- what they call, quote, an unspecified emotional disorder. And that's just documented by CNN.com. This is the Covenant School shooting. Keep in mind, those of us that want reasonable gun laws, including not allowing people with mental illness to have a firearm, much less a weapon of war, we've been shouted down by the GOP of Trump. Keep in mind, the GOP of Trump, as well as Christian nationalists, they claim they're pro-life, but all they really care about are zygotes. Nothing more. The fact that children that are already here were murdered, they don't care about that. You can't interfere with their gun rights. And why is that? That's what I'm getting to. That's the whole point of this. This is nothing new in American history. The black community knows it quite well. Because for many years, there were state laws, as well as a federal Supreme Court case, that would not permit, that the the Supreme Court case actually upheld state laws that denied the right to own firearms to the black community. Okay, make no mistake about it. We have a history of that. Why? Because white alleged, white alleged Christians wanted to be able to have their lynch mobs with legal impunity. And they're so cowardly, they wanted to be able to do the equivalent of shooting fish in a barrel. Nothing more. This is what's behind it. So when you have a conservative relative or friend and they say, don't want any government regulation regarding guns, press them for their motive further, especially if they're white and a Christian nationalist. Because at the end of the day, what they're really saying is they want gun rights only for straight white Christian nationalists. Make no mistake about it. Make no mistake. And it's my opinion, but it really parallels what Hitler did. It also, and, and again, Hitler got his ideas from the United States. Okay. Now there's another article here that goes a little further. It's from Huff, Huff Post, Huffington Post. It's a piece by Matt Shuham, and it was published April 1st, 2023. The headline is how Republicans are using the Nashville shooting to further their anti-trans agenda. Okay. And the subheadline is trans people aren't just facing violent rhetoric, but also legislation that would strip them of basic rights. So, my, this is mighty convenient for the GOP of Trump, isn't it? Keep in mind, the majority of uh, violent mass shootings were conducted by white Christian males, not trans people. Straight white Christian males. I correct myself. So, 
right after this mass shooting at this private Christian school in Nashville. You know, the conservative Looney Tunes could they couldn't wait to get on board. Now the police did rela- the police were the ones that released the uh, the fact that the shooter identified as transgender, and that's as documented by NBC News. Okay, trans activists and journalists as well, again as documented by transjournalist.org, they've criticized that claim the police made because they say the claim is unverified. All right, but they noted that the shooter was a former student at the school. Honestly, I don't see why they needed to say that the shooter may or may not have been trans. It's it's irrelevant. Okay, to me that sounds like the police were, you know, helping out the bigots. What they needed was evidence about the shooting. How did the shooter commit this crime? How did they obtain weapons if they were mentally ill? Um, how did they get into the school? You know, you had, I think it was, I saw the Young Turks, they pointed out, I think it was Laura Ingraham, Ingraham on Fox that claimed, and some others that claimed that, well, the side door to the school was unlocked, and that's how the shooter got in, except that that's a lie. You can see on on the website and by information supplied by the police, the, the uh, shooter had shot out the lock. The door had been locked. The shooter just shot it out and entered, nothing more. So a locked door wouldn't have made a damn bit of difference. Okay. So again, why did the police feel the need to say the shooter identified as transgendered? How is that actually uh, relevant to this case? No, it's not. Why? That would be the equivalent of saying, hmm, the shooter was Muslim or the shooter was Jewish or the shooter was black. Again, not relevant. You need the facts of the case. Instead, the police said the shooter identified as trans without full verification. Why would you release that information except to to basically stoke up a lynch mob? Okay. Again, that Tuesday, you know, broadcast Tucker Carlson. Again, he's the according to this, he's the most watched cable news commentator in the country. And that's according to, it's documented by Deadline.com. And he said, the trans movement is the natural enemy of Christianity. Really? Uh, Other than his opinion, based on what evidence? What evidence? And then Carlson, again, I'll repeat what he said. Carlson said, quote, one side is likely to draw blood before the other side. And then he went on to say, yesterday morning, the day of the shooting, tragically, our fears were confirmed, end quote. Wow. Tucker Carlson is doing the equivalent, in my opinion, of what Hitler did to the Jews. Hmm. The Jews attacked good Christians. No, they didn't. The trans community attacked good Christians. No, they didn't. Again. This one person, even if they are trans, is certainly not, one person is not representative of the entire community. That's absurd. But again, Tucker Carlson making those kind of statements is stoking that lynch mob, inciting that lynch mob, and that's precisely, and using innuendo to do it. Nothing new here. And then he sits back and goes, I didn't do anything. He knows exactly what he did. Make no mistake about it. Make no, he knows exactly what he's doing. 
you know. And once again, is it free speech on the part of Carlson? Sure. He can say ignorant things. I don't believe in censorship. That being said, however, he also can and should be sued for slander, libel, and defamation. That's it. But we know the predictable bigots on the right, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, had to speak up. She was convinced that apparently uh, male hormones played a role. (laughs) Excuse me. Since this person was allegedly a trans male, she um, she wondered out loud. Let's see now. She said, "Quote." Uh, let's see, and this is according to yeah, I think her Twitter account. "Quote." I- I'm going to try and sound like her. How much hormones, like testosterone and medications for mental illness, was the transgender Nashville school shooter taking? Once again, um, bad grammar aside, you know, this is the idea. First of all, the the shooter, we don't know for sure if they were taking hormones. We don't. Um, once again, if that were the case, then wouldn't every cisgendered man be capable of going crazy and committing mass murder? You know, she doesn't know she stepped into it. She's too stupid. Um and again, the police have not said anything about any medication or hormone treatment or any gender-affirming care that the assailant may or may not have taken. Okay? So now we also have uh, a business person that's stoking the flames of this type of, I'm going to call it what it is, Nazism, Patrick Byrne is the former Overstock.com CEO. He also uh, previously spent millions, according to this article, to cast doubt about the election wins by Democrats. And Mr. Byrne asked his Twitter followers uh, Wednesday, referring to trans people, quote, how many will they slaughter in schoolyards to get even? Because folks don't want them rolling around in lingerie with kids, end quote. Lingerie, excuse me. All right, there's so many problems with that statement. First of all, I'll never buy anything from Overstock.com ever again. That's number one. Um, but they're equating, what, cross-dressing with being a murderer? Okay, last time I checked, Patrick McVe- uh, Timothy McVeigh didn't cross-dress, and he wasn't trans. Um Neither was Manson. There a lot of these people, okay? It's crazy. And then the the HuffPost writer did point out actual excuse me, actual data on mass shootings in the United States. And according to the actual data collected, and this is as documented by the Washington Post, quote, the vast majority, in other words, of mass shootings are committed by cisgendered men. Okay, not cisgendered meaning straight men, straight men that were born men. That's it. And there's nothing new about that. You can go to the Violence Project, same thing. Majority of mass shootings have been conducted by cisgendered men, period. Cisgendered white men. All right. But after the shooting, again, the right wing noise machine, the propaganda machine, they couldn't wait all right. Um, you know, this is 
they, they just couldn't wait. Where was their worry when a Jewish synagogue was attacked or a Muslim mosque? They didn't care. And this goes on to say how, uh, well, for instance, they talk about how uh, tw- new Twitter CEO Elon Musk, who basically has transformed Twitter into, yes, a haven for far-right voices, and that's this document of a HuffPost, um, you know, basically responded to a post about the, um, okay, I'm sorry, I lost my, okay, folks, I apologize. I'm waiting for brand new glasses, and so I am seeing things incorrectly, so let me go back here again. Oh, the joy of slow-growing cataracts. It's not fun. All right. Um, So Musk has been in charge of the company and tweets mentioning groomers have increased apparently by 119%. All right, and that's as documented again by counterhate.com. You know. Um, And he... uh, you know, he responded to a post about four accused uh, shooters was an exclamation point, and the exclamation point had um, quotation marks around it. I'm not sure what that means. I think, don't quote me, I think that's a meme saying that it's Jews, but I'm not sure. I will get back to you on that. I can admit when I don't know. There is a stupid tweet, I believe it's a tweet, by from Donald Trump Jr., Yes, from Donald Trump Jr.'s own Twitter account, where he claimed that there was, quote, a clear epidemic of trans non-binary mass shooters, end quote. Okay, but there isn't, all right? That's the thing. They are, you know, lying, and nobody's taking them to court, all right? Um, NBC News did report on the fear that, in the Nashville trans community um, because, you know, they're afraid there's going to be a lynch mob because this right-wing propaganda machine is, to put it bluntly, whooping up the lynch mob. Um, And apparently there was one drag performer in Nashville who uh, said she'd hired armed guards for an upcoming show. And to that statement, uh, you know, ultra-conservative moron Matt Walsh, who's in the media, said that the report, quote, highlighted what he called, quote, trans privilege. And that's, keep in mind, Matt Walsh brags about being, quote, a theocratic fascist. That's his term, not mine. He leads with that. All right, so that's what these people are about. This is, you know, around the country, there's anti-trans bills being introduced all over the place. I know some trans people, all right? They don't bother anybody. They just don't. You know, tolerance doesn't mean you have to agree with them. It means that you have to you have to support this that they have the same legal and civil rights as anyone else. Um, so this is what we're talking about here. Okay, let me go back now. So this is the actual um, 
what do you call it? This is the scary scenario we have right now. And it is scary. So now we're going to go to, first of all, um, what we call the racist origins of U.S. gun control. <laughs> there's a couple different, there's one report from, uh, it's called SedgwickCounty.org, and it was, uh, the title is The Racist Origins of U.S. Gun Control. It's by Steve Eckwall. Um, one of the things Mr. Eckwall describes is a very famous or rather infamous Supreme Court case that um, came about in 1875, where the Supreme, and it's U.S. v. Cruikshank. And this is where the Supreme Court at the time ruled that it had no power to stop Ku Klux Klan members from disarming blacks. It's like, why am I talking about the black community when I was previously talking about the trans community? Because the common thread is bigotry, all right? The common thread is the fact that straight, white, Christian males and their families want dominion over the rest of us. Make no mistake about it. And one of the ways they do that is by slandering, libeling, and defaming our communities, after which they extend gun rights to straight, white, Christian and take gun rights away from everyone else. Now, years ago, the trans community was not as well known, but at the t in 1875, instead of gay and trans, the target was the black community, newly uh, emancipated. And so they were going to make sure these cowards in the KKK were going to make sure that they could do the equivalent of shooting fish in a barrel. So they made sure that basically they could disarm blacks and then, you know, basically attack them. That's the, that's the rise of the, the lynch mob. And for those of you that don't know about the lynch mob, the lynch mob, basically, they went after, they targeted blacks, usually black men, not always, sometimes children. They would chase them, hunt them like you hunt an animal. Then they would pound on them and abuse them and humiliate them. And then... They would murder them, usually by hanging from a local tree. And as that dead black man was hanging from a tree, they would have picnics, church picnics, with their families, enjoying pie and, and fried chicken. Now, that's the truth. You can see why they don't want to teach the truth about American history. But there's more. Um... The Wall Street Journal did a piece called, uh, the headline was, uh, Old Racist Gun Laws Enter Modern Day Legal Battles. Um, this was done in February by Jacob Gershman. And the subheadline was, Government Lawyers Reluctantly Cite Historical Laws That Kept Guns from Blacks, Native Americans, and Catholics. All right. Again, right now, it's the trans community. But they'll just make their own way down. Let me find that here. My machine is giving me some fits here. Okay. Excuse me. Let's see now. All righty. Give me a second here, folks. It's the Wall Street Journal. I don't have a an actual subscription, which is part of the problem. Um, here's something from the Marshall Project. 
gun law. Okay. Uh, da, 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 let me see. I'm trying to find it here. Uh. Well, here's one from the universe. No, I'm not going to find that. I'm sorry, people. I'm having problems with my machine, and I put everything on it before the show. Okay. You know, let's talk about the Second Amendment. You know, it's been there since the beginning of the Constitution, but it does have a racist origin. Okay? There's an article by yesmagazine.org, and this was from 2018. The headline is The Racist Origin of the Second Amendment and the Rise of Black Gun Ownership. Okay? Subheadline is Many people of color are faced with uneasy support for a civil right that began as a way to oppress them. And it's true. All right. Um, And this is where you're going to see some difference of opinion between white liberals and other parts of the community. Um, I am fine with the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment does not say that you can have any weapon of war you want. It says you have the right to bear arms within the context of a well-regulated militia. Um, but again, this is I'm, again I'm try, I'm scrolling down here. This is part of it. All right. Um, I'm trying to get this, and it's not going to let me actually access it. That's a problem. I was able to access it before. Um, I'm sorry, folks. uh, Some days it just doesn't doesn't help. Okay. Um, Let's go on. I apologize. Okay. Okay. Alrighty, folks. So this is really about the fact. Here we go. Here's one. Again, I'm sorry. It's been a long week, and my computer is giving me fits. Alrighty. So here we go. So. So we know that the GOP is weaponizing the Nashville shooting for its own political agenda. Okay. Um, you know, gun rights uh, denied guns to blacks. All right. Now they want to deny it to other people, to other groups they don't like. Here's an article on by the Harvard Law Review. Racist Gun Laws and the Second Amendment. And this was a symposium essay by Adam Winkler. So (laughs) if the Second Amendment supporters look really, shall we put it, vanilla, there's a reason for that. Okay? The Second Amendment always had racist intent. Make no mistake about it. From the very beginning, not only were black people forbidden to be taught how to read and write, they were forbidden to possess uh, firearms. Um, 
there was, to give you an example, again, according to this article in the Harvard Law Review, they cited a Florida law in 1825, which, quote, authorized white people to, quote, enter, all, enter into all Negro houses and, quote, lawfully seize and take away all such arms, weapons, and ammunition, end quote. Okay? Dred Scott v. Sanford, uh, Supreme Court Justice, uh, Chief Justice Roger Taney, uh, he argued that one of the reasons black people couldn't be citizens under the Constitution was that it would, quote, would give to persons of the Negro race the right to, quote, keep and carry arms wherever they want, end quote. So there's been this irrational fear of the black community. And, and you know, this is what it leads to. Uh, after the Civil War, we had the black codes. They were enacted in the South and the black codes after the Civil War, okay, that enabled um, – Basically, it, it made it a crime for any black person to have a gun. Okay? Uh, even in the 1960s, 50s, and 60s, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was denied a concealed carry permit even after his house, his own house was firebombed. Okay? And again, that's as documented by, let's see. Ooh, that's hard to see. I can't see it. Sorry, folks. So if you look at these people that are NRA supporters, notice how it's overwhelmingly white. You know, it just is. I predict that if, um, if quite a few people of color, religious minorities, members of the LGBTQ plus community decided to arm themselves, all of a sudden they'd want gun control laws and they'd find excuses to deny us guns. So, in the law, the when they're talking about the Second Amendment, they also talk about this phrase called history and tradition. And that's a lot of different laws. I have a problem with history and tradition. The history part, as long as it's told truthfully and fully, is fine. Tradition I have a problem with. Because to me, tradition says, well, this is the way we've always done it, so we're going to keep doing it. That's not acceptable. Um, so this article, again, Harvard Law School on Second Harvard Law Review said, here's a, here I'll read this, quote, even as the federal circuit courts coalesced around a form of intermediate scrutiny in the immediate aftermath of District of Columbia v. Heller, Justices Kavanaugh and Barrett, when they were still circuit court justices, argued that courts should instead use a historically informed response. Now, this is basically the history and tradition thing. The article says um, the concept of, quote, history and tradition, in quotes, quote, is rising to prominence in Second Amendment jurisprudence as a way to determine the constitutionality of gun laws, but that approach is significantly complicated by the fact that many gun laws adopted over the course of American history were racially motivated, end quote, because they were. <laughs> so we'll go on. Check my time here. Okay. Not in the best of voice today. So you have to understand, too, 
there are modern laws on the books basically deny the right, deny Second Amendment rights to keep and bear arms if you have a felony conviction, even though that should be considered unconstitutional because if they serve their time, it's done. All right? But, you know, according to this article, quote, the founding generation had laws disarming people thought to be unusually dangerous or unvirtuous, such as black people, Native Americans, and enslaved persons. Okay? I would argue that denying people with felony convictions the right to vote is also wrong. Once you've served your time, it should be a clean slate. But it's not. You know, once again, this was all about controlling populations that the founding fathers and the white Christian majority wanted to keep squashed under their thumb. Nothing more. And so, you know, they work at basically um, finding ex- convenient excuses. Now, they're running out of excuses, so they've got to demonize these populations. Now, I, I have friends myself that will not step foot into the urban center here, except maybe for a baseball game, because they know the cops will be out in force. You know, they believe all the propaganda that, ooh, it's so dangerous. Do they know many black people personally? No. No, they go back to their gated suburban communities, but they believe it. And that's what we're dealing with here. We're not dealing with facts or proof. We're dealing with propaganda. Make no mistake about it. And so this is what we're dealing with. And what I'm the reason I'm bringing this, albeit clumsily today, I acknowledge that, is because people like Tucker Carlson, propagandists like Tucker Carlson, are through using innuendo basically saying that the trans community and the LGBTQ community is inherently dangerous. And that would be enough reason to deny them the right, the same right to bear arms as any other American. Keep in mind, right now they're targeting, right now these bigots are targeting the trans community and the LGBTQ community. Next, they're going to target, they've always targeted communities of color, They're going to continue to target religious minorities. These people that call themselves Christian nationalists don't believe in democracy. In fact, even corporate media that claims to be liberal, like MSNBC, what a joke. Uh, The fact very simply is this, that we have this situation where we are inundated with propaganda. We just are. And this is meant, you know, this culture war idea that they keep promoting. Yes, there are cultural issues. In fact, I don't like calling the idea of civil and equal rights for all people, regardless of race, religion, sexual orientation, gender identity, and so on and so forth, I don't think that's culture, and I don't like calling identity politics. I want to call it what it is. Equal rights under the law, period. It's not a culture war we're fighting right now. 
It's a war on democracy, and it's a war on equal rights for all. That's it. Cut the crap, because this is what it's about. So next time you have a friend or a family member that bemoans the culture war, correct them. This isn't a culture war. This is a war on democracy. This is a war on equal rights for everyone, period, and nothing else. Whether it's book bans, whether it's curriculum bans with the anti-CRT movement, it's nonsense. Newsflash, I'm going on a rant right now. Critical race theory is, has never been taught in K-12. through It is taught in law school. Good God. What they're calling CRT is teaching the truth about history. So, yes, Johnny and Jane, white Christian nationalists, I hate to tell you this. No, I don't hate to tell you this. The fact is this. Systemic racism has always been a part of the American experiment. Period. Always. And yes, it is systemic. It's not a case of a few bad apples. It was systemic because, first, slavery was actually considered legal. It was baked into the Constitution. It was in the legal system. Ergo, it is systemic. After that, the Black Codes and Jim Crow laws, again, baked into law or in the legal system. Ergo, systemic. For Matt Walsh or um, Ben Shapiro or any of these other jerks to claim that racism isn't systemic is not just a lie. It's an incredibly stupid lie. And I'm tired of it. Misogyny was also baked into it. And now, you know, my mother was a very wise woman. She used to say there's nothing meaner than a bigot who is confronted with their bigotry by somebody they view as lesser standing up for themselves. Well, you know what? Tough. Tough. You know, this, I don't feel like being civil to people that are, that are fine with discriminating against others. It's about the human rights thing, stupid. It really is. So don't call this a culture war because it's not. It is a war on democratic rule. It is a war on equal justice before the law. And it's been baked into our system from the very beginning. Hell, even voting rights. I forget which Supreme Court it was. It said They said one man, one vote, but it means one person, one vote. But you know what? My first presidential election, I voted in 1980, first time. And I live in Missouri. In Missouri, even when Democrats win, pres- win the presidency, Missouri always goes for the Republican. So those electoral votes always go for that. And because of winner-take-all, which is nonsense, my vote for president has never been counted. Never. I've been denied my voting rights because of the Electoral College. And I would like to know why the the legal eagles at ACLU and other groups haven't come up with the idea, you know what, we need to challenge this legally, that the very concept of the Electoral College denies people that principle of one person, one vote. And it goes across both political lines. If you live in, say, a state like California that almost always goes for the Democrat, let's say, and you're a Republican voter, guess what? Your vote gets tossed. The same as me here in Missouri. It goes across both political lines. The Electoral College, is, I say, is unconstitutional because it denies one person, one vote. 
But yet you don't see these cowardly Democrats going to court about this. So I know it's a little off topic, but the fact is this. Inequality has been baked into the U.S. Constitution from the very beginning. Of all those inequalities, yes, slavery was the worst. Make no mistake about it. You have to understand also that, no, these slaves were not treated like family members. I learned that in high school, too. It's asinine. This was big money. That's what was behind it. The plantation owners like that were romanticized, saying, gone with the wind, like Tara, they were like the ultra-rich. They were like the, uh, the equivalent of Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos of their day. We're talking big money. Big money off the, the lies and labors of an entire group of people, illegitimately. Nothing else. So I'm sick to death of propagandists like Tucker Carlson. And again, I would urge the legal eagles, again, ACLU, you, you are not doing enough. I'm challenging you. Not only should Fox News Corporation, talk about an oxymoron, but not only should Fox News be sued for slander, libel, and defamation, but so should every single one of their commentators, starting with Tucker Carlson. In fact, Tucker Carlson should, they should look into the possibility of pressing criminal charges of incitement against him. Incitement to hate crimes. He does it through innuendo, but the message is quite clear. Maybe he wouldn't be convicted, but make him sweat. Make him sweat. I'm so sick to death of this, and I know this, I went on a rant. But this is what we're talking about today. My heart goes out to, yes, the people of that Christian covenant school. My heart goes out to those families. It does. Nobody should have to lose their babies. They just shouldn't. That being said, however, where was the concern during Ilvedi? But those are mainly brown children and black children. We don't need thoughts and prayers. We need sensible gun laws. Okay? We just do. And we don't have them. We've been denied it. And again, this is not by accident. That's what I'm trying to point out here. This is done by by design. It just is. You know, even my own U.S. Senator, Josh Hawley, he went on a tirade claiming this was, quote, hateful rhetoric against religious believers. Now, um, he, this is him. He wants to, um, you know, push censorship on us. But, you know, Hawley went on to say also, this was back in September, quote, without the Bible, there is no America, end quote, which you know, again, isn't true. You know, Josh Hawley, give you an example. His undergrad degree, I believe, was from Stanford in history, no less. He knows better. He knows he's lying. Uh, And he's, I believe, an alum of the Yale Law School. Again, he knows that what he's saying is pure, I'm going to say it, bullshit. But he keeps saying it. And he keeps getting away with it. Uh, You know, this is something where 
we cannot allow ourselves to be bullied by the far right any longer. They're going to keep lying. They just are. They're going to keep lying because, again, this, you know, the far right believes uh, the ends, the, the, the means, um, the ends justify the means. Okay. Make no mistake about that. They do believe that. And that's why in the very beginning when Trump started running, when that first stupid MAGA slogan first came out, I knew what he was saying. Make America great again. That's not what he's saying. He's saying make America white and Christian again. There's no room for the rest of us mutts. I heard Donald Trump loud and clear, and I am ecstatic that he actually has been indicted. I hope they throw the book at that bastard and incarcerate him for the rest of his days. But that being said, we still have a problem. You know, Fox, OAN, Newsmax, all these groups, they keep pushing these lies. They keep saying, making statements with no documentation, not a shred of evidence. And we can't allow them to continue. You can have your opinion. But when you start making accusations, you need to have documentation. And this is an instance where the ACLU needs to stop being so cautious, you know, needs to help us sue these bastards for slander, libel, and defamation, period. You know, it's ridiculous. I know if somebody calls me a grimmer, I'm going to sue them. There's no doubt in my mind. We're not going to take it anymore. But you have to demonize your opponent, and that's what they're doing. All right? This so parallels the, the plan that Hitler followed. It's not even funny. You know, that's the bottom line. You know, Americans are taught that this is somehow the, the, the shining land on a hill. No, it's not. All right? The original compact with the Constitution what it did is it gave rights to some, all right? It was historic because not since, again, I believe not since the age of ancient Greece did some sort of democracy arise. But it was very limited, and it was done so by design. And it was done so because, again, slavery was big business. Make no mistake about it. Just like child labor afterwards, big business. There's no guesswork here. And we have to tell the truth about our history. We just do. So when I come across someone like, you know, Tucker Carlson, and again, he uses innuendo often. And then he pretends like his hands are clean. You know, I, I, I believe he, Tucker Carlson should get the Pontius Pilate Award. All right, because that, that's what he does. You know, he washes his hands. Of the, I didn't. He didn't do it. Well, yeah, he did. You know, he pushes this this racist, misogynist, uh, anti-Semitic, transphobic, homophobic crap, and he knows it's crap. But it's big money. Again, we have to start talking to having these difficult conversations with our friends and relatives, especially when they say, "Well, it's nothing personal. It's just business." Eh, wrong. When you do something that is unethical, it is not just business. It is personal. And we need to ostracize them and let them know why. 
That's it. You know, that's it. You know, as a liberal reformed Jew, I grew up knowing that the haters were more subtle. It was harder to prove anti-Semitism than racism. Racism is more obvious, although it's becoming more subtle now. And you get good at seeing through the code. You just do. Um, you know, so once again, this is what we're dealing with now. Um, I have no use for these people. And, and you know, there was even a few uh, a few other people that caused some issues too. The, the hypocrisy is beyond the pale. So we're going to move on to our jackass of the week segment. Again, I apologize that I'm kind of rambling a little bit today. Um, again, I had everything ready to go on my computer, and my computer is having a breakdown, I guess you could say. And so I couldn't access everything I wanted to, and I apologize. It will be better next week, though. Okay? So here we go, the jackass of the week report. Give me a minute. Come on. Okay, welcome, PNN's Jackass of the Week Award, and oh my goodness, there were so many jackasses to choose from this week, and there was kind of a tie, but I think the big jackass this week is U.S. Congressman Andy Ogles, he's a Republican from Tennessee, ironically, his district is the same district that the Covenant School shooting in Nashville took place. And a couple of years ago, well, it's a little about a year and a half ago, he sent out a Christmas card, and it showed his family with guns. Okay, his kids, each uh, two of his kids had what looked like a, 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 an automatic or semi-automatic rifle along with him and his wife. The youngest didn't. Now, but these were minor children. The little boy looked like maybe he was about 10 years old. Now, mind you, if he weren't a U.S. congressman, if you or I, I don't have kids, but if you or I had kids and we posed our children for a Christmas card and allowed them to hold real guns, minor children, we would have a social worker at the door accusing us of child endangerment because it is. And it doesn't matter if you are a gun rights state or not. It doesn't matter if you're open, an open carry state. It's irrelevant. You do not allow children, minor children, to handle a dangerous weapon. A gun is not a toy. That is child endangerment, period. So why is it that Congressman Andy Ogles of Tennessee, why is it he didn't get that knock on the door? It was all over Facebook. You couldn't miss it. In fact, this jackass of the week award really should be shared with Lauren Boebert, too, because she did the same thing with the Christmas Carol with her kids brandishing guns. Again, any other parent that published a photograph of their children with them standing there, everybody, they're holding guns, their minor children holding guns, they would face charges of childhood endangerment. Their kids would have been taken away by social services and put in foster homes. Why should a member of Congress not have to face the same legal consequences as anyone else. I'd like to know. Seriously. 
So that's our Jackass of the Week award. And then we have our new deplorable, excuse me, deplorable list of infamy. And that goes to, uh, I think it's Tennessee Representative uh, Tim Burchett as well. And he was asked on the news about these mass shootings. And he said, well, there's nothing we can do about mass shootings. You know, they're gonna, the criminals are going to be criminals. My daddy fought in World War II against the Japs. If they're going to get you, they're going to get you. Now, mind you, these are the same Republicans that claim they, they, they're pro-life. They worry about a zygote. Even during a pregnancy where the zygote died in utero, doesn't matter. But children that are already here that have been born, they get shot, they get shot. He's not even offering thoughts and prayers. All right? Not that we need it. We don't need their thought, their damn thoughts and prayers. We actually need reasonable gun laws. People with mental illness should not be allowed to have a gun. That's it. Um, people that belong to hate groups like the KKK probably shouldn't either. And no one needs a weapon of war with high-velocity bullets. They just don't. And don't hand me this crap about you use it for shooting. A high-velocity bullet would render your prey inedible. You couldn't use it. It just blows it up. You know, I grew up in a house with guns. My father had guns. And he was a responsible gun owner. He kept them under lock and key, period. We were not allowed to go anywhere near the gun. Because that's what responsible parents do. But if you're going to have guns, no, you don't need a weapon of war. That's nonsense. So Representative Tim Burchett, he gets to be placed on our deplorable list of infamy. Okay. So this week's show was a little bit loosey-goosey. Excuse me. Again, I apologize once again that I had to go back and there were these gaps because, again, my computer is deciding to give me fits. It will be better next week. Um, you can also find my commentary and my essays, journalistic essays. Um, there's old journalistic essays from Huffington Post. All you have to do is Google my name, Janine Moloff. Uh, kind of put like Gene and Nine for the first one and Moloff's M-O-L-L-O-F-F. You can also find my writings uh, as a featured columnist on BuzzFlash. Nation of Change, Op-Ed News, and Eurasia Review. Um, You know, final thoughts. We live in a very dangerous time right now. Make no mistake about it. And Donald Trump lit the fuse. You know, forget about Make America Great Again. Donald Trump made Nazism acceptable again and open. Make no mistake about it. And I don't want to hear from the Orthodox community of my own faith that, well, his daughter converted to Judaism. I don't care. You know, Stephen Miller was born into Judaism, too, and he's a Nazi. The fact is, if you can go along with policies that deprive fellow human beings of their human and legal rights just because they exist and you don't happen to like them, then you're in the Nazi camp. It's really that simple. 
We either have rule of law with equal rights under the law, or we don't. That's it. There's no guesswork here. And right now, you have propagandists, shameless propagandists like Tucker Carlson, who, again, is well-educated. He knows better. Who uses a combination of innuendo along with slander and defamation to demonize certain groups that his sponsors, his, his billionaire sponsors, want him to demonize. Okay? These are the voters that may vote Democratic or progressive. These are the communities, you know, it's like Johnson said, you give the bigots somebody to lord over and hate, and they don't notice how they're being robbed blind themselves. And Tucker Carlson and the others, they know better. Tucker Carlson has a law degree. Laura Ingraham has a law degree. They know better. They know what they're doing. They don't care. They're making lots and lots of money. Make no mistake about it. You know, there was a YouTube video that they showed on uh, the Young Turks, and it showed Ben Shapiro, Matt Walsh, Tim Poole, um, oh, and that other guy who went transphobic on everybody, I forget his name. And they're playing, like, I think Xbox or something, like a bunch of overage adolescents. These are middle-aged men. And... Ben Shapiro said the uh, quiet part out loud. He goes, man, you know, just say outrageous things, make them hate, and you'll make lots of money. They know they're lying. They know they're lying. They know they're slandering and defaming populations and targeting them for, you know, for a lynch mob. Period. Now, the question is, those people in the middle that aren't participating but still maybe benefit from it or just cowards, are you going to remain on the sidelines? Are you going to stand up to these Nazis in the making? Anyone can be a Nazi. Right? If you believe that some people should be targeted for extinction, hello, you're a Nazi. That's it. Even the far right, these propagandists, I don't want them – targeted for extinction I do want them to face legal charges I want them to be outed for the liars and propagandists they are and I want them to be forced to pay reparations for the damage they've caused that's the difference because I believe in rule of law but this is what we're faced with now it is not hyperbole it just isn't And, you know, we have a lot of centrist, read corporate Democrats, including the president, that preach civility. You know, it's easy for him to say he's a white Christian man, straight man of privilege. Okay? He doesn't have to face kind of trying to discern whether somebody wants to do them harm because they exist. He just doesn't. He doesn't look the slightest bit ethnic and doesn't face it. So he doesn't get it. And then we have the vice president, the first female vice president, and she's a woman of color, no less, and her husband is a Jew. And yet, where is Kamala? Why isn't she saying something? She's not a puppet. She has a voice. 
but she's choosing political expediency instead of coming out and denouncing these bigots for what they are. She's a disgrace, an absolute disgrace. Okay. This week we saw Congressman Jamal Bowman stand up to his Republican colleagues. Thank God somebody showed guts for once. It's about damn time. But Bowman's not a lawyer. He was a guidance counselor and a teacher, and then he became a, a middle school principal, I believe. Okay, and he stood up to them when some of these idiots claimed, well, you know, we should arm our teachers. That would solve the problem. Keep in mind, the real heroes in this were teachers, often women, but teachers who protected their charges by giving their own lives up and doing things the police were too cowardly to do. And Jamal Bowman got in their face and said, do you know what it's like to be in the classroom? Of course they don't. They don't care. Because what's going on right now is that the people in power, the billionaire class, they want to dismantle it all. Make no mistake about it. Again, you know, I, I've been kind of on a rant today, and you know, next week we will have something much more structured. But I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick to death of all of this. You know, people need to be held accountable. So I'm kind of all over the place. You know, Donald Trump's been indicted, finally. Okay. And he's been indicted for several things. I think he's facing 34 charges. And keep in mind, among the many crimes Donald Trump committed was also January 6th and the incitement to January 6th. And yet, the new Missouri senator, Eric Schmidt, was intimately involved in that process. But I don't see anybody investigating, well, investigating him yet. You know, Eric Schmidt, I believe, was the vice president of RAGA, the Republican Attorney General's Association. And forget Ken Paxton. Eric Schmidt was the one that pushed not just frivolous lawsuits. Let's call these lawsuits that claim Trump won what they were. He lied to the court. They had no evidence proving Trump's assertions. None. And yet Eric Schmidt filed these lawsuits. He lied. It's distinctly possible he lied to the court. So why isn't Eric Schmidt facing criminal charges? It's not an accusation, it's a question. You know, once again, this is about, this isn't a culture war. This is a war on democracy itself and a war on the very idea of equal rights under the law. Make no mistake about it. And you can't let even friends or relatives basically repeat the far-right crappy lies. You've got to call them out. got to call them out, every single one of them. No excuses. You know, years ago, I think it was during Occupy, um, there were even protests here in St. Louis, which back then, before social media really took off, didn't happen very often. It's a conservative area. 
And I remember a bunch of us went downtown with our protest, and the majority of us were small women. I'm five foot two, and skinny teenagers and elderly. And the police were already circling and kind of actually, they were already kettling us, okay? We hadn't done anything wrong, but they were kettling us. You know, they were starting to surround us like they were going to start roughing us up. And then all of a sudden, the Teamsters, like pipe fitters, people like that, big guys, showed up. The second those cops saw these big men coming to join us, all of a sudden, those cops backed away. Again, these people are cowards. These fascist wannabes, they want to shoot fish in a barrel and call themselves sportsmen. They're not. We must all stand together, especially in the minority community. And again, I, I would prefer peaceable means, but I'm a realist. And I would urge, I, I don't own a gun, okay? I don't. Um, you know, I've, I have slow-growing cataracts, and I've got arthritis in my hands, and I'm afraid I would hit an innocent. So I don't possess a gun, and that was my own personal choice. But I would encourage everybody, communities of color, feminist, the LGBTQ plus community, religious minorities, every single one of them, to embrace quickly your Second Amendment rights while you still have them, get guns, get ammunition, and become expert shots, expert marksmen, that is. And then let it be known. Let it be known. These, these, these far-right bastards, they're the ones that want to hurt us, not the other way around. We've tried everything. But I suspect if they know that if they shoot on us, we will defend ourselves, they won't be quite so bold. And again, all legal, though. I'm not inciting people to violence. I'm saying all legal, legal gun ownership. Stop running away from the Second Amendment. Embrace it. Don't make the same mistake my people did in the lead-up to Hitler's rise, where we thought we didn't need guns. We were easily rounded up and exterminated. Had we embraced gun rights, might not have been so easy. That's all I'm saying. So, with that I say good night and God bless you, um, or whatever you believe in. Uh, we really need to stick together. Okay? And next week we will have uh, something else to talk about. So with that I say good night. And stay strong. We're stronger together. <laughs>